Hi, this is a Life of Learning podcast. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, Sabrina. Hi, Reggie. Right, today we are going to be talking about a film, Oscar-winning film, Parasite. Now, you mentioned, um, Reg, you should watch Parasite. I don't know how long ago it was. Um, I don't know when it was, probably about a year ago. You said you will love it. And I said, yeah, yeah, I'll put it on my list. And then um, I think it was about a month ago, I said, yeah, I'm going to watch it and then we can do a podcast about it. So, Sabrina, thanks for um, mentioning this film to me. Well, I'm I'm so glad that you, I'm so glad that you watched it and enjoyed it. I hope. Yeah, no, no, I did enjoy it. So, um, do you do you think you can do a quick synopsis, a really quick synopsis of it? Yeah. So, Parasite very simply is about uh, a very poor family, the Kim family, who con their way into the lives of a very rich family, the Parks, and uh, that's the very brief synopsis but it's so much more complex and layered than that and I think that's what we're going to discuss in today's episode. Yeah and and, and to be fair I didn't know anything about the movie at all I didn't even know whether it, you know it was a it was about that I just heard that it was you know a, a really really good movie obviously it won an Oscar and for it to win an Oscar as a foreign film mm. you know with subtitles is just well, it's just amazing and to be fair you know obviously I've, I've watched the film and for me it's up there with well it's definitely top five film for me yeah uh and it reminded me of the time that I saw um Pulp Fiction I remember mm-hmm. I was away on a course and I wanted to see a film and they said yeah you've got to watch Pulp Fiction so I went to the cinema by myself and I watched Pulp Fiction and I came out and I said yeah. what did I just watch here yeah. it was I don't know if you've seen Pulp Fiction and what I have seen it, it um, yeah. and I did enjoy it and I'll say mm-hmm. for this movie when it finished it uh, I knew it was a good movie because days later I was still thinking about it well I, I know it's a still good movie because I think um, I think I watched it about a month ago and I you know I watched um in order to prepare for the podcast, I just watched a couple of things, the synopsis of the film again, and that stuff, and it just reminded me of just how really good this movie is. Mm. So, I mean, for me, um, the the movie starts off, it starts off slow and steady, then it ramps up and ramps up, yeah. you know, before, you know, it was almost like a lull before the storm. Mm. And then at the end, it's sort of like, calms down a little bit and it just leaves you thinking that's how I thought of the pacing of the film which I thought which I thought was great I don't know what you yeah. thought about in well it's of... uh I would say it starts off as a kind of uh comedy slash heist movie because mm-hmm. you're seeing uh how the family kind of infiltrate and uh mm-hmm. how they kind of swindle uh, the uh <laughs> the rich family and that's the yeah. first half yeah. halfway through it switches over into what I would consider like a, a thriller slash horror and uh, so that is quite a big tonal shift and it does uh, you're not expecting it and that's what makes it even more delicious to watch yeah yeah and I, I, yeah, yeah I, I had no expectations going into the film I deliberately I didn't read anything or watch anything uh, to do with it because uh, I wanted to go in as a blank slate and just yeah. enjoy it as it came. Yeah, I mean, and, and also, 
um, I don't really watch many films at all, hardly ever. There was a time when I used to watch a lot of films, but I watch a lot of TV series and um, TV, TV series. And uh, I watch a lot of K-drama, I think you know that. And I've been watching mm. a lot of K-drama for the last few years. So to see a Korean film, this is the first Korean film I've actually seen. You know, this was almost a sort of like a natural thing for me to sort of like watch. So um, yeah, it, it, and you know, watching um, a film in subtitle doesn't bother me, I don't know about you. Uh, not really, I, 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 I watch a lot of things with subtitles. Um, so I'm kind of used to it. And in a way they kind of, disappear after a while I think yeah. it's just something that you get used to yeah it's funny I was speaking to another person uh, watching a foreign film with English dubbing mm. um, and I've done that and it is terrible because you just lose yeah the, um, I don't know you lose the emotion I hate dub <laughs> dubbed shows <laughs> so much because you know it um the acting the emotion that comes through the words of the original actors I think it hits so much even though you don't understand the language hear the tone in which they deliver it and yeah. when it's dubbed they just don't hit those points very well I don't think yeah yeah yeah. yeah yeah I mean that yeah I think um once you get used to it you know uh, I think it's fine and for me I got used to it straight away because I've been watching you know, foreign sort of like um, mm. shows anyway. So that was no big, uh, no big deal for me. Right, so um, when you mentioned, when we started to spoke about the sort of like the pacing of the show, I felt that the beginning was obviously the setup. That was, mm. you know, and, and, and um, seeing how the family was. Now, um, I've, um, I want to talk about the basement mm. because for me, the basement was almost the character in itself for yeah. me. And, um, and they lived in a semi-basement, which mm. shows that they weren't on the lowest yeah. <laughs> you know, level of poverty because yeah. they could actually see a view. Now, for me, I looked at, I saw the view as, because they could see the street and the, yeah. the people going by. And I looked at that as their television, you know, their, you know, they were looking at that scene and that was their television because yeah. they didn't have a television but that was their scene um I don't know what you felt about that <laughs> yeah well semi-basements aren't something that I'd come across before but it certainly mm. kind of set their level there like so they are half underground half above ground and it yeah. kind of presents also their kind of social higher their, their place in the social hierarchy because yeah. uh they're not yeah they're, they're in the in-between and definitely not in a good way yeah. Um, there are people outside uh, their flat urinating, you know, yeah. um, they're, it's a very squalid kind yeah. of basement that they're in. And uh, even the toilet is kind of above where the family like normally reside. So that, <laughs> that really shows their, uh, their, their place in the hierarchy, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, when they sat down and I think they were eating, they were looking out at the scene you know, like as if, you know, like as if it was a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just seeing people going past. So I thought that was, uh, that was quite interesting. And it's really funny because it's only when I spoke, when I started writing the notes about this, that I remembered when I was younger, I would, I really lived in a basement. Mm. <laughs> and I, for, I forgot all about it. It was a kind of semi-basement, yeah, because you could, there was a window and you can sort of like see out, but it was a semi-basement. And I didn't really, I, I forgot all about that because mm. when, you, when you're younger, you just, you just think it's a house. But 
yeah, it was an actual basement, and mm. uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't the same conditions as um, as which one is it? Is it the Parks? No, the Kings. Is it the yeah. Kings? Yeah, the, the Kings. Kings. wasn't It wasn't the same condition. I mean, it wasn't 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 a palace, mm. but it was it was it wasn't great. <laughs> but yeah, it wasn't a palace. But yeah, so uh, I kind of identified a little bit with. Um, their kind of situation so yeah. Uh, yeah I thought the basement definitely represented their status in, yeah. in 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 that in that society their lack of light their lack of space their their lack of wi-fi like yeah. things we all need yeah. um yeah all within yeah. that basement yeah so um yeah so on 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 the um so whilst we're on that let's talk about the class part of it if you want to carry on and talk about the class element of it. Well, I, um, I, I would say that this movie, it basically explores the difference in classes in a very subtle way. And that's what mm -hmm. I like about the movie because um, there are these layers. So you can enjoy it purely on the level of like the action that's taking place of, um, uh, you know, how, how, they basically start on the bottom rung and work mm -hmm. their their way up, uh, like get into have jobs at the uh, the Parks family. Mm -hmm. uh, so first of all, it's their son who gets a mm -hmm. job as a uh, as a tutor for the daughter, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, the, the rich daughter. And then uh, what comes next, Reggie? The um, the daughter gets the um, job as a art therapist for the son who suffered, um, I don't know, suffered an incident when he was younger, uh, really, well, for him, it was a horrific incident. And uh, they got the, um, that they managed, the son managed to get um, the sister into the house um, as an art therapist. And, and they, right, the Kim family, even though they lived the way they lived, they were very, very intelligent in terms yeah. of, um, how they had a plan and that was a, that was a theme as well mm -hmm. plan um yeah. and obviously we, we didn't see the um you know how they planned it obviously we saw it as as the film progressed but this was all something that they had planned from the beginning so yeah. they were quite intelligent yeah con artists or just intelligent well, people yeah let's just put like what they did was cunning but i'd say yeah. they weren't just con artists they were just really they were they are a loving family that care about mm -hmm. each other first of all yeah. and secondly they are intelligent they're smart they're certainly capable but mm -hmm. a lot of what has held them back is their class status and their yeah. lack of money mm -hmm. so the son couldn't afford to go to college held him back and uh like the daughter incredibly smart as well yeah. Yeah. and it kind of showed with uh what they're capable of as well yes yeah yeah, for sure. And okay, do we do we say this was a con? Uh, well, certainly was a con because uh, they were pretending to be something that. Well, the daughter was pretending to be an art teacher, but Agreed. I would also I'd also argue if she could learn about uh, learn all the information about teaching art and get a positive um, kind of result with the the son that she was doing the, the work and that she was certainly capable of it so yeah and you know we've, we've we've mentioned this before you know we'd have to do is be one step ahead of someone in order to teach them or to do yeah. the job and to be honest all of them did that I mean the son wasn't the teacher 
mm. but he you know he he, he could teach he you know oh. yeah yeah well he was doing tutoring already and yeah it's sure it's just yeah so he certainly had all the skills to be able to teach the daughter anyway yeah but the dad could drive he did a little bit of chauffeuring before and yep. obviously the mum must have had some skill in cooking and housekeeping and stuff like that. Well, she and if she, she didn't, she picked them off. up super quickly. Yeah, so uh, yeah, she did yeah. She did the job effectively. So uh, I'd say how they got into the positions was was the con, um, like the, the sister, father and mother. But um, how they did their roles, they, they actually did what they went, like were paid to do. So that wasn't a con and that kind of made it, I'd say a bit like you're a bit more forgiving of them because of that. Yeah. And also because you saw their situation at the beginning. So you you just want them to survive and that's all they're trying to do. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. Cause I mean, I, I don't look at it as a con. I mean, you know, just looking at it now, I don't look at it as a con. They were just trying to survive and as they were providing the service that these people needed. Yeah. Obviously, it didn't turn out great, yeah. but initially, you know, they were providing service. Now, obviously, they had to get rid of people in order yeah. for that to happen, which is which is the con bit, I suppose. Yeah, that, that's the bit that's not so great because yeah. uh, the chauffeur had to lose, uh, like, they got, they had the chauffeur lose his job mm-hmm. and they had the housemaid, the original housemaid kicked out as well. Uh, yeah by making it seem like she had TB when she didn't. So yeah, yeah. There, there was, they caused harm to other people to get into the positions that they were in. So yeah. that that shouldn't be disregarded. They, yeah. yeah, that's the only element to it that I would say, yeah, mm. that's, that, 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 you know, that wasn't a nice bit, but yeah. So, so, in, so in terms of the con, um, you know, if we want to look at it that way, uh, I mean, I just loved it. I just loved the way they, you know, one by one they mm. got in and how they did it. I just thought it was such clever writing. The way they did it on the, you know, as, as a film, it was just, it was, it was just beautiful. It was magical. It yeah, really was. Yeah. And I think that is uh, that comes from the beautiful storytelling, and yeah. so the scenes were written so well that mm-hmm. uh, through like a you know, a single montage, you get like so much of the story was delivered, like five, 10 minutes and uh, beautifully shot and very minimal dialogue. And it takes a very effective writer director to be able to make that happen. Um, and I think that's part of the enjoyment that we had from it. Yeah, oh, for sure. I, I love that bit as they went in. And uh, and it's also, they were, um, they were talking about, because I looked up con and yeah. um, just just how people con each other, and the, they said, basically said that the um, the wife who was came across as simple. Would mm. you talk like characterize that? So she was quite easy to con, yeah. Potentially naive, I'd say. Yeah, naive. Yeah, but the husband was very highly intelligent, yeah. and he was still, you know, um, and you know, he, he still got succumbed by the uh, by the by the um, con. You know, yeah, he wanted to did. be highly intelligent. And that's how good these conmen were. Um, I, I you know, think yeah. it also speaks to, like, how uh, removed the the rich family are from, like, what the work that their, their servants are doing because yeah. uh, to fall for it as well. 
yeah yeah and it was all based on references and that's one thing that i will mm. say that, that i just want to bring it to the wider sort of like you know bigger mm. picture is that i would say quite a few of the jobs and quite a few of the things that i've done have come through references yeah. not just because you know i'm from the outside coming in you know yeah. it's been come through references you know if you have a physio you would recommend that physio to me because the physio has done you yeah you know or you know something something else and that's what that's and that's that that was the basis mainly the basis of the con wasn't it yeah yeah connections rather than capability yeah 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 so uh yeah so i thought that was yeah that was probably um yeah, that was probably the sort of like, uh, yeah, the most enjoyable bit of the, just, just yeah. to see it, how it all came out. Like you said, it was a really it, great script. It's that scene where you find you find out that the housemaid is allergic to peaches yes. and uh, they have a montage where the son is like scraping peach fuzz off a of peach yeah, and he's putting it yeah. into a little vial. And then uh, as he walks past, he just puts a little sprinkle on her on her yeah, back. And, yeah. and then the daughter does uh, uh, something very similar and yeah. slowly like you see the culmination of it when she goes to the um when the housemaid goes to the hospital the dad takes yeah. a picture of her and yeah. then when she's <laughs> coughing away at home uh you see him picking up a bloody tissue and showing it to mrs kim and yeah. like all of that happening so smoothly is what made it so enjoyable to watch yeah the editing and just everything for that was just superb and you know just that alone made the film great you know <laughs> it was just you know we haven't even gone you know we've gone to sort of like the rest of the other sort of like sort of like great moments mm. um yeah one thing as well was the you know once we talk about the class system for me as well um smell mm. Right, so um, you know what I'm going to talk about, the smell, you know, the dad, not the dad, yeah, the, the park, Mr. Park. Let's say, yeah, the rich dad. Yeah, the rich dad, the rich dad, yeah, rich, rich dad was talking about the smell and uh, the son, uh, who was, if we're going to talk about favourite character, the little boy, the little boy was, for me, was my favourite character because he, <laughs> he kind of saw everything, <laughs> he actually saw everything, the con going on, but he didn't know it. <laughs> yeah. Go on, to, uh, say more. Yeah, so the sun, so obviously um, the smell, he went and smelled all four of them whilst they were in the same house. Well, whilst they were in the kitchen, and he said that you, I'm not sure if it was all four of them that were in the house, in the, the, um, the Kim family, the poor family, were in the same. But he said, you all smell the same. And they looked at each other and thinking, oh, you know, we're, well, yeah. you know we've, we've been caught now. Obviously, you know, that, that was just, you know, a little boy just saying that they smell the same. And basically they said that, the, you know, what, you know, how can we get rid of the smell? So we can't get rid of the smell because we're living in, mm. I don't know, the basement. It's the basement smell. No matter how much they scrubbed each other, mm. they could just never get rid of that. And the dad, the, the witch dad was saying that, you know, this is smell of the poor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I... I I like the fact that they use smell because it's something so visceral and yeah. um, you can really see his disgust of it, <laughs> uh, of their smell. And it's something that they they can't really do anything about. It's where they live. It's kind of soaked into their pores in a way. And they can, you know, they can dress fancy and they can have come their way into the job, but they can't hide that kind of fundamental smell. Yeah, um, and that's symbolic, isn't it? it you yeah. know, no matter you know, they they would you know be 
in that house as you know as obviously I mean they were their servants essentially mm. they were but you know at the end of the day deep down they were poor and they just couldn't get rid of that yeah that poorness and yeah. I think that's that you know that's probably one of the overriding themes of you know the class portion of it yeah yeah and you can kind of see his disgust and contempt that he yes. like the the uh the rich dad had because of that smell so yeah yeah, yeah. so so who was your favorite character because for me i thought the little boy was uh, i i i yeah i like the little boy well uh my favorite was the uh the daughter of the kim family jessica mm -hmm. and i liked her because uh in a way the it was how she carried herself as mm -hmm. as well she she belonged both like certainly amongst the the rich family um there's the the scene where they're all sitting together and the son uh, the uh the kim son said oh you know what i could imagine you living here you fit in totally mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i think what i liked about her was that she's intelligent and carried herself with confidence yeah. and in a way like that's like wouldn't it be great to to have her confidence wherever you go yeah and you know you think of it what a waste yeah <laughs> you yeah. know that you know she, she you know she given the right circumstances she could have been a ceo of a company yeah totally yeah but, you know, she was just, you know, she would have had to fight out of a really big hole in order to get to that. And she just didn't have the opportunity, which, which, which you know, which was another thing. I think yeah. what we saw was everyone's potential from the, yeah. from the poor family. I guess what I liked was the fact that she completely bullshitted her way into that job. <laughs> and it was, <laughs> yeah. and uh, she did it so effectively. And mm -hmm. she understood how she understood how they thought and she kind of played to it and yeah. was very effective so I think props to her yeah she knew what buttons to touch mm. and, and press and um, you know even to a certain extent um, a dominance you know when she first came to the house she said um, no I'm going to be doing a one-on-one uh, -on -one. you don't yeah. come into the room saying to that to the mum you know that's pretty ballsy yeah yeah mm. uh, the reason why I like her confidence is ultimately, I believe that we are all equal. Mm -hmm. But the kind of um, the fallacy that we have is some people think that they are better than others. And mm -hmm. some people think that they are worse than others. Whereas she doesn't have, she hasn't been ingrained in her. And it's mm -hmm. kind of that status or that your feeling about yourself in the social hierarchy, that's very hard to shake off, especially yeah. if, you know, like her, you grew up in a semi-basement. Mm -hmm. So I, I like that she doesn't um, hold herself back because of that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you know, we're talking about these characters. I think for film, the character development, because I, I don't watch many films because I don't think there's enough character development, but I think the character mm. development in this film was was great because you kind of knew the characters almost halfway what they're like what their skills were mm -hmm. you know what their you know strong points their weaknesses and stuff like that you kind of pick that up and i just think that's just great script and storytelling and from the actors as well yeah yeah and i do want to give a special mention 
to mm. the daughter of the Parks family because mm. she doesn't get an awful lot of screen time. But mm. I, I would say similarly, she never looks down on um, yeah. on her servants. Yeah, she doesn't complain about their smell or anything mm -hmm, like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, when her boyfriend got injured at the end, she carried him uh, like she was yeah. a very strong character and she yeah. kind of didn't look down her nose at anybody. Not that mm -hmm. as far as I could see. So yeah. I would say it takes a lot of character to be like that as well. Yeah, I mean, as I say, we could, you know, we could potentially talk about this film for you know for, for hours and hours and we could deep dive into you know each of the characters and you know I'm glad you mentioned that because yeah the I never thought about that from the, uh, the rich person Parks the Parks daughter I didn't look at it that way that she was like that but yeah you're right she is so um, yeah good point good point uh so what do you think your favorite or sorry what do you think the best scene was or you know series or sequence or whatever well um so i mentioned the peach uh, scene yeah. i guess there were little moments of humor that were punctuating it so it it uh it was a very comedic film mm -hmm, and sure. uh like so there's uh when when the Kim family were all, uh, when they completed their con and they were relaxing because the Park family were out, so they were just uh, enjoying their house. And uh, there's a moment where Jessica was eating dog treats without realizing, and she was like thinking the snacks were amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, and yeah. I like that, uh, like little punches of humor, or um, when. Like later on when uh, Mrs. Kim kind of kicks the old housemaid down the stairs, which yeah. uh, wasn't funny because of the violence. It was just so unexpected. You didn't yeah. see that coming yeah. and you thought, whoa. So it, it was just so ridiculous in a way. So that's what I liked about it was uh, subtle humour, punches of yeah. humour. Mm -hmm. um, yeah made yeah, I mean, the story the, even more effective because I think life is funny if you look yeah yeah I mean the timing of that where you know she picks up the food and I think I think she picks up the food to go out and she pushes you know the old housemaids down and just walks straight ahead I thought so that casually was, yeah it was it was yeah that 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 was fun yeah there were there were a lot of um, little scenes um like that that were great but for me the um the best scene was it's probably more of a sequence mm. was the rain scene when they were coming down yeah. from the house and they were coming down yeah. all the stairs into the basement i mean i need to go and look on how the making of yeah. this film because just that sequence alone mm. was just absolutely breathtaking yeah. it was <laughs> i mean i don't think i've ever seen a scene like that yeah ever it yeah. was just unbelievable this is this is one of the ways that the director kind of showed their their relative hierarchies because the kims were in the basement but the parks lived high up and they yes. had access to light and in order to reach one to the other you either have to go up a, like lots of steps or a hill yeah. or whatever yeah. uh, and it, it 
yeah, I found that so effective so that when the rain came, it like you could see it washing down as they were they were returning but you could see the devastating consequences of uh, yeah. the flooding in the kim's yeah. place it was it it was really hard to watch yeah it was and 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 you, th- and, you know you could symbolic as well you think about it you'll have all the crap and all the yeah. sewage coming from the rich people's house going all the way down and if yeah. you were in a semi-basement which they forgot to shut the window yeah they're, they're i mean their um their their flat just got yeah, yeah. It, it, just, it just it just it just got flooded yeah with the sewage um, and everything <laughs> yeah i i like the symbolism because uh when they were in their flooded flat and earlier on in the film they were given a rock that was meant to be a symbol of wealth and uh you see that rock kind of floating around in the basement it was a fake (laughs) rock it was kind of their false hope of uh of wealth as well and yeah i didn't notice that so yeah because if it was a rock it wouldn't have been floating exactly but but his best friend gave it to him so wow okay so his best friend almost conned them well maybe (laughs) his best friend thought it was real who knows maybe yeah that's true yeah maybe the idea of uh you know that whole idea of wealth um, mm. was was fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so on the on the the rain scene, I just wanted to talk about something that um, it, um, after all that rain, and then the next day they had to go into that temporary sports centre or whatever. All their phones worked. <laughs> they must have some really good phones. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't notice that. Yeah, because all their phones were, I mean, you think about it, they were in that basement and it was mm. just, I mean, even in the rain, you know, they were drenched, but they were in yeah. that basement trying to save their stuff and for some reason all their phones were the next day, which I yeah. tell you, I want some of their phones. <laughs> That's a good point, yeah. Oh, there was a line that stuck out to me. Um, yeah. It's when uh, Mrs. Kim was being chauffeur- chauffeured the next day after the flood and she was uh-huh. saying oh you know what it, thank goodness for the rain because uh, we, we've got such a lovely day today and yeah. it's basically something that was a, a slight inconvenience to her yeah. like meanwhile uh, Mr Kim's whole home has been destroyed yeah. and yeah. the amount of like trauma that he had to deal with for something you know that was a minor inconvenience yeah. if not a positive thing for her and she's completely to it um yeah it's kind of she's so detached their worlds are so separate yeah i think the actual quote which i wrote down i've written down some of my quotes i think she said the rain was a blessing yeah you know and uh, you know because it obviously probably cooled down a place helped the garden i don't know what whether it it helped her but yeah and obviously yeah you're right the um uh, miss uh, the, the, the the chauffeur mr kim yeah Mr Kim he um yeah he just yeah he, it was it was it was different for him yeah and uh, the sort of contrast see that yeah. look in his face yeah his, and I think like, that's when that it started faced. yeah I think that's when it started to turn for him isn't it where yeah. um you know where it's thinking ah oh, this is just not right I'm I don't think I can I mean you could just see his blood boiling boiling mm. and boiling and boiling so obviously the climax of the film where he just goes crazy mm. uh, yeah so what was your? What do you think? I mean, for me, what do you think the best moment was? If you if you could think of a best the, moment, the best moment I, I do think was uh, 
when <laughs> the, the bell the bell rang whilst the whole uh, Kim family were relaxing in the Parks' home and the uh, the housekeeper uh, yeah, yeah. turns up on the screen and you immediately know oh no this is this is all wrong like <laughs> you, you you feel a, a sense of dread and that is amazing storytelling because you you know this <laughs> nothing good is going to come from this okay. uh I, I was thinking oh, don't open that door don't let her in whatever you do uh yeah. and what happened from that moment was something that i don't think like anybody expected even though a lot of it had been foreshadowed yeah um the housekeeper wants to go to the basement uh, mm -hmm. urgently and then mm -hmm. uh, as they went down there you find out that her husband the old housekeeper's yeah. husband had been kept yeah. down there for years yeah because yeah. uh, he he owed money and mm -hmm. the housekeeper had been uh, feeding him Mm -hmm. uh, and keeping him alive and obviously when she was sacked she hadn't been able to feed her husband in the mm -hmm. basement so mm -hmm. you know he'd been suffering down there mm -hmm. um so uh, there's a few reasons why i like that one because uh, again with the different levels um the there were people that were even in more of a desperate situation than the Kims. Kims yes. lived half above ground, half below ground. But yeah. then you got to see uh, the husband, uh, the housemaid's husband, who yeah. was living deep, deep underground in the basement, and the quality of life that he had, and uh, small things like, you know, he was so grateful to Mr. Yes. Park for keeping yeah. him alive, and uh, uh, which. Like that's not how I would feel. Like I would feel resentful, but he didn't feel that way. He the yeah. that was kind of uh, what shocked me was he was so thankful up to this rich businessman who didn't even know he existed, or I don't think would have even cared. Yeah. Um, things like uh, he would tap his head against the uh, light switches yeah. uh, when um, the rich dad came into the house, and and. Uh, Mr. Park thought that they were like an automated sensor, but it yeah, was really yeah. this poor man in the basement kind of tapping them on. And I, I just thought that was uh, that was hard to watch. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Um, I mean, obviously, that was the almost kind of gotcha moment where the film just took a turn and then yeah. it just went to a, you know, sort of like another level. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I must admit, yeah, I, I did. Um, I, I did enjoy that bit in terms of the way the story just yeah. just went crazy. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it was also the reason why the little the little boy had been um, uh, like needed the therapies because one yeah. of his birthdays he saw the the um, housemaid's husband coming up from the basement, yeah, and so the, he thought that there yeah. was a ghost in the place, and yeah, in a way yeah. he was a ghost. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was frightening. Yeah, and that all linked together. I like the way that all linked together. That mm. that did, you know. Um, yeah, as I said, great, great storytelling. Great, great storytelling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My favourite moment was um, the girl uh, after the flood. They all go into the house, and the girl sitting on the toilet. <laughs> Uh, smoking mm -hmm. and all the toilet you know the the, the sewage is coming through the mm -hmm. bottom of the toilet and all the water all the sewage is coming and she's sitting on there and the lid is trying to come up and she's just smoking 
not sure whether she's got a phone, but she's just smoking. Mm -hmm. And that's contrast to maybe about an hour before that, she was in the bath. Yeah. Having, you know, the sort of like timing of her life. And just within an hour, you know, that's where she is. And just yeah. that scene alone, I just thought was, it was, again, symbolic of, yeah. you know, from where she was to where basically she was on the toilet, you know, yeah, yeah. Was, you know, and uh, yeah, I, I thought that scene was just really um, dramatic and mm. uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Memorable, yeah. Yeah. There was another scene uh, that I quite, well, it was super awkward, but it did, uh, <laughs> it, mm. you know, when the whole family was underneath the table. Ah, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. And uh, they were trying to be quiet and not get caught by the uh, Mr. and Mrs. Park, yeah. um, who were on the sofa. <laughs> and actually, we haven't talked very much about the Park family. Mm -hmm. And uh, so one thing I'd like, to note in the film is they don't make them out to be evil in any way it's no, not no, like no. poor people are good and rich people are bad there's none of that it's all very nuanced mm -hmm. um it's uh, and all very kind of like yeah it's a it's all shades of gray mm -hmm. but um the uh mr and mrs park earlier they had sacked their chauffeur or um for what they believed that, that he had been um, sleeping with drug addicted girls in the back of yeah. the, the car. Yeah. And uh, yet when they were on the sofa, they were kind of like made a, a like a role playing a fantasy of that yeah. same scenario. And I uh, yeah. <laughs> kind of showing their hypocrisy yes, um, yeah. of something they had sacked somebody for doing. They're quite yeah. happy to like engage with that themselves themselves yeah. but without any consequences yeah, um, yeah. I, just that hypocrisy um kind of shone yeah. through and also the awkwardness of the whole family's fa uh, faces uh underneath that table yeah uh and you can just ah it's so awkward <laughs> and uh <laughs> makes you cringe along with them and you're just thinking when will this end, end <laughs> when yeah, can i get out yeah, when can yeah. they get out you 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 know, this is great storytelling when you feel so much for the characters that, um, and you're feeling what they're feeling. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And that was another sort of like a trigger moment for the dad, you know, because you started talking about the smell of um, the, uh, the, uh, the Kim family yeah. and how when he goes on the underground or the public transport, he yeah. smells that smell as well. And, and, he, and he says, he doesn't even, yeah, like you're right, he doesn't say it in a really horrible way. He just says it in a sort of like, you know, a kind of matter-of-fact way, or, you know, it's, it's not really horrible. He's just, it's just, it's just making a point almost. That's the yeah. way it comes across to me. Yeah. It's, uh, certainly he finds it unpleasant, and I would say mm. um, there is an air, like, yeah, he doesn't like it, and there is a bit of contempt that he has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, yeah. that is underneath as, as well. Mm. So, um Let's go to the uh, the moment that the the Kim family discovers the housemaid and her husband un were underneath the basement. Mm -hmm. um, the housemaid is begging to just let 
you know, bring him food every couple of days. Mm -hmm. And what surprised me was Mrs. Kim's kind of lack of empathy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, she, she, earlier when they'd been together, the, they were having a chat and uh, she talked about the rich park and she said, oh, you know, she's, uh, what is it? She's, let me get the quote. She's rich, but she's still nice. Mm -hmm, yeah. uh, and and that that's corrected corrected saying no she's nice because she's rich because yeah, right. yeah. uh because she's rich it kind of takes away all these like problems and it makes yeah. it easy for her to be nice yeah um, and yet when she's in this position where <laughs> she's got like more let's say wealth and power than the housemaid yeah. she has the the choice to be nice to them but she doesn't take it so yeah yeah and if she had been they probably wouldn't have been in the position that they were in yeah yeah i can understand mm. the panic but mm. uh like that uh that last section of the movie like it didn't have to go the way that it did yeah yeah that's that's for sure because they did have choices yeah you're right and yeah 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 no that's, that's well, a good point yeah, when I first saw the movie, I did think oh, if uh, she she just shouldn't have let the housemaid in, mm -hmm. and then everything yeah. would have been okay. But mm -hmm. what would have happened is the the husband would the housemaid's husband just starved to death in the basement, and that's yeah. not an ideal outcome. <laughs> that that wouldn't have been good. So, um, the best possible outcome is if the poor the the poor Kim family and the poor housemaid's family had come together and supported each other. Yes. Um, instead, the, most of the fighting happens between the two sets of poor families, you know, yes, exactly. they're scrabbling yeah. amongst themselves for crumbs yeah. from yeah. a rich family when they could have like, helped each other up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the housemaid would never have known about the con. Well, she probably would she have, would have I don't know. Uh, yeah, she she would have found yeah. out as soon as yeah. she saw the rest of the family. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, they didn't give that a chance, really. So. Yeah. No, no, that's a good point. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because that um, that's another thing about decisions. You know, do you open the door or don't? You open the door and yeah, mm. <laughs> go down a different path. <laughs> yeah, and mm. I think it also speaks to, like, you see it out in the real world as well, yeah. where you um like in the class structure people that are suffering on the lower end in they're not um they're not fighting the system that that lets this happen they're fighting the people next to them on the rung who yeah. are also suffering along with them yeah 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 and true. uh it's really this is a, a, a systemic issue and yeah. it probably serves the people who are like doing well out of it, who are rich or mm -hmm. yeah, wealthy. They yeah. want the people at the, the lower ends to be arguing amongst themselves because then it distracts yeah. them from doing anything about, you know, yeah. the whole uh, situation. Yeah. And it, and it, and it also um, it stops them from thinking, well, these, you know, the rich people are better off than me. So it stops them focusing on them. And yeah. uh, rich people can get on with what they're doing and the yeah. poor people can just fight amongst each other. So, yeah, as I said, socially, you know, this film, you could deep dive into it. You can, you know, you can see so many, yeah. you know, different elements to it. And, <laughs> you, know, you know, just talk about it forever. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I, um, 
like I talked about how cleverly it was written and mm -hmm. I just wanted to mention a few moments where it was really like good foreshadowing so for example when uh, they uh, in the movie when the housekeeper in, is introduced uh, mm -hmm. Mr Park said that she's a good housekeeper but the only downsize side is that she eats for two people and uh -huh. so <laughs> later you yeah, see sure. why does she, why she eats for two people yeah, yeah, yeah. um uh when they're talking about the art teachers uh they've had like several art teachers for the uh parks's son uh -huh. and they said oh no art teacher lasts more than a month uh -huh. and certainly like i don't think jessica lasted more than a month either so that was kind of okay uh, yeah yeah that's true yeah floating in there um yeah and uh oh yeah and again the uh the wealth stone the the fact that it's a it's a symbol of false hope which is uh -huh. i'd say it's the theme of the movie yeah so i think um you know before we get to the right at the end of the movie let's talk about the sort of like the climax of the the movie what did you think about that so uh, at the at the climax we had the uh, the ghost in the basement, the housekeeper's husband coming out, and uh, at this point his wife has died and he wants to seek revenge, and he comes out into the middle of the the Kim's birthday, uh, sorry the Parks's birthday fam uh, birthday party that they're sh throwing for their son, uh, which is a Native American themed party. And uh, he comes up and kills the Kim's daughter who is holding the cake as she's lying there on the floor. Um, uh, the, the son has fainted and everybody is running around screaming and Mr. Park wants the keys from the dad. Uh, because, and he shows absolutely no concern for the daughter. He, is, he just wants to get his son to the hospital and uh and you, you see the uh kim kim dad look at his face kind of incredulous because his daughter's lying on the floor bleeding and uh as mr park comes to get the keys you see him kind of recoil in horror because he's smelling mm -hmm. mr kim and mm -hmm. this enrages uh mr kim uh like it, it, it's just like one step too far and yeah. he gets up and he stabs Mr. Park mm -hmm. and uh, uh, and yeah that that is the climax of the movie yeah and again it comes to that smell and the sort of like the rage that um, you know Mr. Kim feels and builds up throughout the whole movie culminates in that in that last act in yeah. terms of you know killing uh, Mr. Park yeah and it's so cleverly done and mm. you really uh you can understand why he would be in such a fit of rage as well because i was feeling rage in that moment as well yeah yeah no, agreed um, agreed yeah it kind of their lack of concern for other human beings um their son has just fainted there's no reason why they couldn't all have gone uh, in a car together, but he shows yeah. absolutely no concern at all. The Mr. Park, and yeah. uh, 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 oh, there, there is a a, a moment where uh, Mr. Park is leaning over the man in the basement, and the man in the basement shows such deference, and he mm -hmm. says uh, respect before he like passes away, and yeah. 
uh, this guy doesn't even know he exists. And yeah, it 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 was uh, yeah, it it enraged me. Yeah, it was that that whole sequence, that whole scene was very, very, very powerful. Really, really, really well done, and it, it yeah. was uh, yeah, it was, it was definitely the climax of the film for sure. Mm. 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 And uh, then later, you you as the the film is wrapping up, you find that the dad has uh, mm -hmm. uh, the the Kim dad has gone into the basement, kind of yeah. becoming the replacement ghost yeah. in the basement yeah yeah and uh yeah so tell us about the the ending right yeah so obviously the son is um recounting you know what had happened and you know he's sort of like to get a montage of where people are and stuff like that but he also um said he's going to write a letter to his dad was it right yeah he was going to write a letter to his dad to say that he's going to uh, go to university uh, become rich and actually buy the house and then he would be able to walk up the stairs because he finds out that the dad is actually hiding in the basement through Morse code but that's, mm. yeah, that's how he finds out so um, so yeah so basically the film is saying is giving us she, the film is kind of giving us two endings but really I think we know what the ending is so basically he's saying that I'm going to get um, go to university get rich and buy the house then dad you can come up and walk out of the stairs and you'll be free. Yeah. But then it, the scene goes back to the basement is where he's writing it. So you kind of think, well, no, nah, this is not going to happen, especially after him being, being hit on the head. Chances yeah. of him getting out of that and going to university and stuff like that will be very, very slim. Yeah, because whilst he's writing the letter, you see a montage of all of this happening. So... Yeah you do kind of feel a sense of hope of, uh, yeah. you know, this is my plan, dad, I'm going to get you out. Yeah. And, you know, I'm become, I'm going to be rich so that, you know, we can live there and then you can just walk out, walk up the stairs. When you flash back to the son just writing that in the basement, you know that this is never going to happen. It's just yeah. not. This is just yeah. his, like, we want to believe that fantasy yeah. um, because we want a happy ending, but it, that that isn't going to happen. It, yeah. it is. It's a false hope. And um, that's kind of the the most heartbreaking thing of all is, yeah, uh, yeah they, it, it's it's unlikely that would ever happen. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I, I tell you what, you know, to try and end this type of film, I think that was perfect ending. You know, in terms of script and the way it left the audience, it mm. kind of left them a little bit happy because everyone's going to kind of remember, you know the dad walking up the stairs, him being rich and him buying the house. But then when you look back at it, you think, okay, well, the scene did end on him writing in the basement. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it probably didn't happen, but I suppose yeah. it leaves everyone leaving the film with a sense of hope, I suppose. Oh, I, I sorry, the other way. <laughs> I, I thought that that scene where, where it pans back to him in the basement, that was basically saying, it's not gonna, it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Yeah, I agree, but I think you know it gave us the two because you know, it, it didn't have to. It, he could have just spoken about that, but they actually gave us the pictures. You know, the film actually mm. showed him, you know, all dressed up nicely, and actually showed the dad coming out of the stairs. If it, you know, so you actually remember that as a scene. If it mm. was just if it was just been spoken, 
you probably wouldn't have come across as as as, as memorable as it, as it did as doing the yeah. montage if it, you see what I mean it's yeah. in terms of the film um, yeah. way yeah yeah I thought that was I, well I think of it as a dream like it's a uh, yes. fantasy sequence yeah um yeah. uh the song that they play at the very end mm -hmm. is called um they sing it in Korean mm -hmm. and it's called 564 years mm -hmm. which is which is how long it would take for the son to be able to save up to buy that house wow okay yeah <laughs> so you know that that's yeah it's not gonna happen well and yeah. I think that's yeah. the um like that is uh the the message that comes through uh of like the disparity between yeah. like between uh the families mm. that um people have this fantasy of how life could be and everybody's scrabbling but mm. it's a it's a fantasy mm. for most people yeah. yeah that's right yeah yeah an unreality for some <laughs> mm. yeah. and i think that is you kind of see that um like that's just how it is in the world people that have less money yeah. they're fantasizing about you know i'm gonna get on x factor and then yeah. i'm gonna earn millions yeah. And, yeah. um it's just uh, because of the system that we're in, in a way, you, you know, you kind of have to win on the lottery almost to, yeah. to be able to have uh, the lifestyle that is kind of flaunted in people's faces. Yeah, yeah. No, no, for sure. As I say, this film, as I said, is, um, is on so many different levels and it was really, really, really well executed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's the fact that their um, Jessica, their daughter, um, was killed. If there was any one member of the family that had a real chance of making it out yeah. and like dragging the whole family up, yeah, it would have been her. Her, yeah, it was an extra kind of kick in the the teeth as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now, after sort of Sabrina, as I said, this is definitely one of the top five films for me of all time. I'm glad it won uh, the Academy Awards. Oh, the Academy Awards? Yeah, Academy? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. Academy Awards, Oscars, yeah. I'm glad it won an Oscar because if this film didn't win it, uh, you know, I, I think it's just <laughs> yeah. a mockery. So, yeah, that, it, great. For me, it, it, it was um, good on all fronts. I like Korean K-dramas anyway, so this was fantastic. And just... As I said, this just is on so many different levels. I've said it so many times, but it yeah. is. There's not many films that do this type of um, mm. evoke this type of emotion and um, and everything like that. So, yeah, that's it. So, what did you, what did you think of the film as well? I couldn't agree more, Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't agree more. Beautifully yeah. shot, brilliant storytelling, um, and it has a message that affects everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Okay. Well, we'll leave off that. Well, I, I'm hoping that we can do uh, maybe another film review in the future. Yeah. But but the film has got to be as good as this. Okay. No <laughs> pressure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Guess we're not going to be watching Dumb and Dumber three then. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks, Sabrina. Okay.